I'm here to show you a good time, as many times as you'd like. Just inquire if interested. This does not mean I want a one-night stand, or that I want to meet right away. We can chat about it. Pillow princesses are always welcome, winking emoji. Orally talented, you won't be disappointed. Why swipe left when I can tr-eat you right? No feels, just thrills. No dates, no attachment. Don't ask me if I'm attracted to you. I swiped right, didn't I? It's your confidence that I'll find sexy. Yes, you'll see my face. Hey guys. Kayla. <laughs> How's everyone doing? <laughs> you okay there, Jules? So good. So good. We're here. Back after a long hiatus. A long hiatus. Um, really full from all of those holiday dinners. Mm-hmm. It seems like everyone is just like plumbling food down our throats pummeling yeah pummeling it's this christmas spirit <laughs> everyone's trying to feed us they yeah. like have a feeding kink <laughs> maybe you have a being fed kink i definitely don't <laughs> um what was that in the beginning maya ah yes thanks for reminding me jules that is a tinder bio of course from a lovely tinder person um what do you think about that bio, Julietta? Did you think it was a winning one? I personally feel like it definitely enticed me to be his pillow queen because I really think he would know how to treat me right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like no dates, yeah. no attachments. That's exactly what I want. I really I'm just on a dating app. love when guys give me like an attitude before I even like talk to them. I love the ultimatums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. we're going to be talking about how do you get over an ex, whether you are broken up with or you're breaking up with someone. I feel like there should have been like, a, when you said like breaking up with your ex, it should have been like a screaming sound effect <laughs> from like a horror movie. Oh, don't worry. It's in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So this is a big topic and... We're going to try to break it down. Yes. Um, right. So day one. <laughs> so day one, you're broken up with. You break up with someone. What do you do? You cry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it really depends, like, if um, you've known this was coming for a few months and you're just numb to it. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or if it's a complete shock to you. It depends what kind of relationship you had with that person. Right. You know, are you about to go through like toxic abuse withdrawal or are you just like wasn't amicable and right. quiet, you know, and just, you know, boring. uneventful? Yeah, boring breakup. <laughs> um, so it depends on a lot of things. But I think generally any breakup, take the first week at least to yourself. For sure. Get your stuff back. <laughs> uh, make an itemized list don't save it for later because if you leave it for later it's gonna create awkwardness don't, yeah as much as you'd like to think that the other person will be like amicable about it amicable about it or like yeah like there's always a chance you might think you know them but there's always a chance they might g- give you a tough pro- like time with it or use it as an excuse to like see you and stuff like that right so that's or, number one 
the or like the more time goes on, the more they hate you. So get your stuff ASAP. Yeah, because it might be really uncomfortable in the future to go see them and get your stuff. Right. I would say second thing is ask the person to delete your nudes. Don't uh-huh. assume they're just going to. Yes. Um, yes. Also, don't collect other people's nudes. Yeah, if you have someone's nudes from a past relationship, like just be respectful and delete that shit. Yeah. That's not cool. Like, yeah. Going forward, like, People I don't want... People are trying to become president out here. Don't hold on to that. Yeah, going forward, like, I would be really, like, offended if I was dating someone and they told me that they had someone, like, their ex's nudes. Like, that's just not cool. Yeah, just as a human, you know? Yeah, like, not even for me, but, like, for your ex. Like, just have some respect. Yeah. Uh, and that just shows me what you're going to do in the future with my nudes. Like, that's just a bad precedent. Right. So, yeah, don't do that. Uh, Make sure they're gone. Delete theirs, you know. Yeah, and I'd say the first week, it's definitely going to be a challenge to try and not think about it. And whether you did the breaking up um, or not, like, you're probably going to maybe regret it and think, oh, I had maybe a good thing going because you don't necessarily remember all the negatives right away. Mm. And you're focusing on, like, the positive feelings and you're feeling pretty lonely. But I'd say stick with your decision. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're going to feel probably really alone, like, the first week. But it's just, like, a necessary part of the healing process is to, like, learn to be alone again. And there's a big, like, space left when you leave someone or when they leave you. Because, I mean, that's where all of your time and energy was going, most likely. Or a lot of it. You know, you were, and most likely you were probably neglecting, like, your friends and some parts of your life Mm -hmm. as a result, which is why, after taking a week to yourself, you should, Julieta. You should definitely hang out with your friends. Yes. Hit up people that you haven't spoken to in a while because you know they exist. And you know you've been putting it off. Hang out with your family. Family, too. too, If you have a good relationship with them. Even if you don't, I feel like I was definitely surprised by, um... Like, my mom's advice to me when I was going through breakups. Like, she really did pull through. What was that advice? Um, the one time a couple months ago, she was like, don't let a man make you so upset. Mm-hmm. Like, any man. And that was just really surprising to me. She, The reason she sounds that way is because she's, like, a Polish immigrant mom and, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, because she's a boss ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. But um yeah, I wasn't expecting that from her at all. And so your family might surprise you. Yeah. They do love you. So Right. Right. And most likely even if you were adopted. <laughs> most likely the people around you, like I know my friends, like they're gonna reinforce you. Like they're gonna reinforce your decision. Like if you tell them what happened and like why you broke up and all of these things, like they can tell it back to you and support you and you can hear from their to hear it from someone else's lips that you did the right thing. Yeah. Um, that you shouldn't go back is really important. Like yeah. it gives you like um like validation. It, yeah, but also I don't want to say like an alibi, but like um I don't know what the word is I'm thinking of. It's like you don't want to go back because I mean you just don't want to look stupid. Right. Like think of what you told them. Like why would you go back to like that? Right. But I feel like in the moment, you're probably feeling really, like, vulnerable and alone. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you did the breaking up, because then you're in that position where it is your choice whether or not the relationship goes on. 
that's the thing, you know? And as the person, if you're the person who broke up with the other person, like, again, do the respectful, bigger thing and don't go back. Don't lead them on. Don't make them think that, like, you know, that, that there's a chance of going back. Because as the person who did the breaking up, like, there's more wiggle room. Because yeah. you know the other person still wants to be with you. Yeah. Don't leave that door open a little bit just because you want to preserve, like, your own feelings. Like, don't send mixed signals. That's really unfair. Right. So then what do we do about, like, communication with, with exes after we break up? Um, I think people like to think that you can stay friends or if it's, like, a fresh breakup people think that like they can talk to each other and provide each other support but the truth is I think that just hurts both people mm-hmm. like each person should have friends that they can go to for that support and so they really don't need to be talking to each other about that and like getting that closure I feel like so do you think people should like block their exes or um if that's what you feel you need to do I mean, everything is so case by case, and it depends on how the breakup was. Well, so you had a good breakup. Can people be friends after a breakup? I think time needs to pass Yeah. until you can actually be friends. I, I don't think you can be friends right away. I agree. Because there's so many residual feelings, even if, like, you were the person broken up with. Right. Or if you were the person breaking up with the, the other right. person, like, there's still residual feelings Also. There. You can't be, like, the same kind of... I think you need time to, like... Do you ever play Sims? And there's, like, there's like a friendship bar. And, like, mm-hmm. if you don't spend time with someone, the friendship bar goes down. Mm-hmm. Or the romance bar goes down. The relationship, like, loses points. <laughs> That's, like, life, okay? Like, say you have a romance bar with someone. You just break up. Your bar is at, like... Even though you've been fighting, say your bar is at, like, 80 okay like you can't just go and you still have like a romantic bar not a friendship bar you need that bar to go back down to like a 30 romance even attempt to be like friends on a 50 Mm. does that make any sense what i'm saying no for sure you have to get out of the romance bar and go into a friendship bar and you just can't you have to like you need that withdrawal and that no contact to be able to like create a different kind of relationship yeah i think also right after a breakup you're being very open and communicative with your feelings and emotions and like past things that happened and I think that that closure makes two people feel a lot closer to each other and like it lifts like weights off of our shoulders and it puts up and puts us in this headspace where like you think to yourself oh wait like I'm actually talking through issues with this person maybe it could actually work Mm. since we're talking about this close for comfort yeah and I think that mistakenly makes us think like maybe I should give this another go when I honestly think in reality unless a big change happens in someone's life a person isn't going to change and you shouldn't want like your ex to change to be with you yeah that's another great point you just brought up like the riskiness of like if you become friends with your ex like you're at more risk of like be getting back together with them yeah and that's a really big risk if you're doing it so soon at least. So again, like in support of waiting a long time. Um, but also like why I was bringing up the bar thing is like because you can't like you can't be friends to the same level that you used to be. 
because of your future you relationships. You didn't used to be friends. You used to be romantic partners. Right. It's easy to sink back into that same bond is what I'm trying to say. Like you have such a strong bond. You're always talking to each other and that's just not going mm-hmm. to work. That is going to get in the way of you meeting someone else yeah. and that's going to get in the way of you having healthy relationships going forward. I know if I had a boyfriend and he was like, oh, I'm... I'm really good friends with my ex. I'm best friends with my ex. I talk to her every day. I see her every day. Like, that's too much. Yeah. That's way too much. Like, if if it was like, oh, I see her once a month or once a year at a party, like, that's different. You know? But for that, that's just like, mm. Yeah. You're also craving that intimacy when you're fresh out of a relationship and that familiarity. Right. Because being alone feels so foreign to you. Yeah. So. Right. And yeah, I, I think I would just feel too threatened. But and I, don't, I don't think someone could convince me that. Like, that it's healthy to be friends with an ex, like close friends. Yeah. I don't think someone could convince me that there's nothing there. Mm. Yeah, I think there will always be something there. Exactly. Like the thought of maybe if we started this again, it could possibly work. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're hanging out that often. Yeah. And you're still getting along that well. Yeah. For sure. So I would say right after breaking up, probably take some time and don't talk to each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you've gotten that closure. Yeah. And once you've gotten your stuff back. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, But yeah. And then I'd say give yourself a month. A month. To like just... Spend time with yourself. You're very generous, Julieta. I know. You're very generous. I, I don't agree. <laughs> I think it's a month. And then go on the apps, I think. Uh, take a month and then the apps. Okay, this is what I think. You ready for this? So I think, I think... Uh, it's a hot take. <laughs> it's a hot take, hot okay? Takes. Fresh Sh- off the press, this take. Fresh off the press. You know, healing time is relative. But, uh... <laughs> Maya's a cold-hearted bitch. Get yourself some coffee and... Takes a three days. Three days! Stop fucking crying, huh? Get the fuck off your ass. Um, so, I think, I mean, it depends. If you were with someone for, like, ten years, then, yeah, a month sounds pretty, like, accurate, which is, again, why we say it's very, like, relative. But I think for most cases, <laughs> however... Bro, you're you're going to be with someone for ten years and only take a month? Um, so, I was going to say after a week. <laughs> this is what I think. No. Okay. Chill. You take a week to yourself. You get, like, you get to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. A weekend... I propose you get apps. You don't... I'm not saying you meet anyone. I'm not saying you sleep with anyone. I'm saying you just see. You just perk yourself up and see that there's a whole world out there of people who, like, want to... Like, there are people out there you want to date, people who want to date you, and maybe even talk to them and, like, get to meet new people. That's what I'm saying. After a week. Yep. Wow. I don't recommend you going on a date yet. I think you should wait maybe. Maybe two weeks to a month. That's when I think, I think a month you can like be like, okay, let me go on a date. I'd say three weeks would be the minimum. Okay. It's a good average. It's a good average, you yeah. know? But again, like depends on the person. So what's the max, Juliana? We can, can we agree on the a max? The max is a month. To wait is a month. For dating apps. Yeah. Just, just to download them. Yeah. And if you're not on dating apps. What are you doing? Yeah. Because I mean, it's so easy. And yeah. also, I mean, if you don't want a relationship where you don't crave intimacy with a person then yeah don't do it but 
Like, if those are things that you want. (laughs) One day. Like, how else are you meeting people during COVID? Like, please let us know. Yeah. It's like (laughs) the love of your life is out there waiting. What if they're on Tinder right now? Hello. What if they're on Tinder right now? Life is not going to wait. Life is not going to wait. You should put effort into, you know, people have work goals. Maybe you have relationship goals. Like, even though it didn't work with this person and you're, like, still, I don't know, in love with them, you have to recognize on some level that, like, if you know now after a week or so or so that it's not going to work out, um, well, that's the thing. Take enough time until you realize it's not going to work out. Um, but going on the apps, of course, lets you see that there are other people who it can work out with. But again, yes, work towards that goal. People have, like, relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get married before I'm 30. You know, that's mm-hmm. my goal. So, like, I don't have time to waste. You don't have time to waste. I think at the same time, though, with... Not, not that healing is a wasteful time. With the apps, like, I'd say take things casually. Like, don't mm-hmm. take it so seriously. Yeah. Because you are going to face a lot of rejection. And, like, it, it is a trial and error process. And I think especially if you've been in, like a few long-term relationships back-to-back, you may not necessarily know, like, the etiquette of casual dating. Yeah. Um, and I do think there are, like, generally rules. But you that, don't like, date right away. Yeah. But it does lead to it. Yeah. Eventually. But I'm saying, like, don't look on the apps for your next boyfriend. Yeah. Like, because then you're just going to settle. You're going to settle for the first guy that... Or girl. Absolutely. Or whatever that feels comfortable. You don't want to transfer your feelings from one person to another. Yeah. That's just a bad idea. That's happened. Yeah. And you don't want to look past red flags that you feel on a date right. just because you want a relationship with them. Exactly. And they're an easy choice. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. So... There's a famous thing where it's like, famous saying where it's like, to get over somebody, you get under somebody. Mm-hmm. I did famously tell you that. I, and I, I, you know, I see the validity to that, but I don't agree. And I've told you that, in my opinion, the best way to get over somebody is to go on a date. Mm. Because I think in either situation, I know you're going to argue that you can get like your feelings involved. Yeah. But I think that can happen in either situation. And I think dating, it, it took me dating to get comfortable with the sex idea. You know, it took dating for me to, for me to like move on mentally. Mm. Whereas with sex, I think I would have been more of a wreck mm. if I had just jumped into that. Yeah, I think it depends on the person because for me, mm-hmm. the sex de- is definitely that thing that got me over my ex. Yeah. Like I was in the process of getting over him. I still had like that residuals and then... It comes and goes in waves, right? Like, some mm-hmm. days you're feeling great and, like, really happy that you're alone. And then some days you miss that person. Or, like, you'll see something on TV that reminds you of them. Or you'll see something that you want to share with them, but you yeah. can't. And then I think once I hooked up with someone different, like, something in my head switched. And that's what helped me, like, realize there are other people in the world. Right. Because I was intimate with someone else. Right. And I feel like dates don't get that intimate it's more Mm. of like a friendly conversation like a first date a second date Mm. whereas like that intimacy is what shows you like you can be intimate with others yeah you also broke your like association with sex and pleasure you broke the association you had with your ex 
that, that only your ex could give you that sex and pleasure. And you, you broke that. You realized you could get it from other people, which is so important as well mm-hmm. to realize, you yeah. know. I think for me, it just took, like, I wanted to, like, mentally realize that before I physically did that. Yeah. I didn't want to have my past on my mind, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't. I didn't think twice, you know. It, it was because I was already, like, healed from that. Right. I think I also, like, our, the details of our breakups were so different. Like, mm-hmm. mine was so long and drawn out. Yeah. Because I, my ex and I broke up. We were living together and it was still COVID. So we lived together as exes for about, I want to say two and a half months. So for two and a half months, we had huge talks of closure. And, like, just so many realizations of like oh this person is not for me and I'm not for this person and we would both be so much more better off if we were alone and we had those opportunities to find people that like did mesh with our personalities right so I think that's why I didn't need that time to like get that mental break from him Mm. because I already had that time right but during that time you you were getting like a mental you were getting, like, the mental break, but you weren't getting a sexual break. Right, I wasn't getting the physical one. Exactly. I had them at the exact same time. Yeah. Which is, like, double the withdrawal, but also, like, necessary. Yeah. You know? So that's interesting to note. Yeah, and then I tried to be friends with my ex for a while, and it just didn't work. Because, you know, I started dating, and he started dating, and I would get jealous, and he would get jealous, and, like, we just both hurt each other. Yeah. In different ways. And I think we didn't realize how much resentment was still, like, left in us residually. Yeah. And again, you went straight to that point where, like, you were just kind of rekindling that big openness and bond you already had before. And the fact is, you kind of have to start from scratch. Yeah. You have to start from somewhere new. You know, this is a new friendship almost. It's a new kind of relationship. You can't be sharing the same things you used to share. And then, is it a friendship at that point if you can't share? Right. I... I would say it's not if you can't share like every aspect of your life it's a it's more of a friendship out of convenience yeah and and a fear that you don't want to lose that person sometimes people take advantage of the fact like you're willing to like someone begs you to be their friend and you're willing to be their friend but they're just using that as a way to get back to you that's true that's something to look out for if you had a bad like you know a toxic relationship that's something to be wary of um for sure or you know i don't like i wouldn't trust myself in a scenario Mm mm-hmm I don't know who's strong enough for that. Yeah. You know? I would say if you're going through a breakup with someone and it was a toxic relationship, one of your steps should be therapy. Mm. If you can, if you have insurance, if you can find someone within your insurance network, um, if you don't have, if you can find someone even outside of your insurance network and just pay down that deductible and then get your insurance to pay a percentage of those sessions, like therapy is so important. Having, like, because we talked about having someone to talk to, like, family, friends, and then having, like, a therapist to talk to, a professional to talk to, it's, like, the perfect trifecta. Yeah. It's, like, you're getting actually professional yeah. listening and help, and that's... And then they explain to you, like, why did you react to things in certain ways? Why did you put up with certain things? Yeah. And then you can deal with the trauma from that relationship, but also, like, the trauma from um, your childhood. That is probably... You know, influencing your relationships with everyone, not just intimate partners. Right. It'll help you prevent... It'll help stop you from making the mistake of getting, like, again, 
taking your feelings and putting them onto somebody else or going back with your ex. It'll help you avoid those mistakes and figure out why you do the things that you do. It'll prepare you to be healthier in your next relationship. It just helps you be a better version of you so you're ready when the time comes. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Helps you cope too. Just speeds up the reco- like the healing process so much mm-hmm. to be able to talk things through. Like I know a lot, like for me, like I had a lot of like in one relationship breakup, I had like a lot of guilt. And then like in another, I had just like worry, you know, like little things like that, that I could like talk through and get out and not have to like go back to the person and talk to about or like right. need them to validate me. Right. Being because able, your therapist is validating. Being yeah. able to heal by myself. Yeah. Like yeah. that is so important in just moving on with your life. Yeah. Because you shouldn't go back. For sure. <laughs> I think therapy is a great thing for anyone. Like, yeah, you don't necessarily need to feel like you have a mental illness to go to a therapist. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty normal. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just lack humility. Yeah. 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 That's another thing I'm going to say, guys. Okay. We're going to come back to this comment Julieta just made. So she just reminded me that like, so I've been going on dates, right? She's been going on dates. And so I would say about what? Two months in, three months in. After you've been on the apps for, like, a month, I feel like you should start dating. Yeah. Whenever you feel ready. But I think, uh, like, after a month, like, come on. Aren't you, like, tempted to at least meet some of these people that you're talking to? Yeah. If for anything, it's just really fun to, like, get dressed up, look really cute. Mm-hmm. You really build your confidence that way. Exactly. And then you go out and, like, you'll probably figure out, like, you are hot shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have a lot to talk about and you have a lot to offer. Yeah. And so, so it's definitely a big, like, ego boost. Exactly. So I was going to say, like, even though I'm not sure right now if, like, I want to be in a relationship and I'm kind of just, like, so I'm casually dating still, though. I'm not, like, pulling back from dating because it's fun to, like, meet people. And so, like, that's why I suggest, like, people who just broke up with someone. It's, like, no one's saying that you have to go into a relationship, you know, and most likely you're not going to catch feelings for the next person you meet. I mean, you couldn't if that's the state you're in. You're in a vulnerable state and you probably shouldn't date for sure. But most likely you're not going to. And you're probably not going to have even the best day of your life either. Right. You're probably not going to have the best time ever. But you're going <laughs> to... What? Keep your expectations low. Yeah. But you're going to meet someone new. So Julieta made the humility comment. So I went on like a... I guess, quote unquote, bad date recently where like the person was completely opposite to me and just a total jerk off. And (laughs) at one point he was like, you're funny, but humility is not your strong point. (laughs) And like, I was like mortified. Um, But I don't. And she jumped out of the bathroom window. (laughs) But I don't like regret meeting him or anything like that because I got to meet someone new. And by meeting someone new and getting perspective, by getting to know someone else and how different someone is, you learn how different you are and you learn who you are yeah. as a person and what you like and what you want in a partner and what you definitely yeah. don't want in a partner. And that is so important after you break up, finding a sense of self. Yeah. Because I feel like you lose that in a relationship. You definitely, especially if you had a codependent relationship. Um, it's definitely easy to, you know, feel vulnerable to like breaking up with a partner and so you change yourself in order to become like their perfect girlfriend Mm -hmm. and just wanting to like please your partner in that way and that definitely like ends you up in like an identity crisis after a breakup I think even in like good relationships like people will 
blend their personalities together. Right. And become like one entity. Right. Sometimes compromise isn't the best thing. Yeah, that's another thing. Like you both just become like shells of yourself because you're trying to comp because you're trying to make something work that shouldn't work. Right. Everyone's like compromise, 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 but at some point you shouldn't have to compromise like your values and your ideals and if you're both compromising so much to to make it work, like yeah. you lose who you are. Yeah. You shouldn't have to change yourself for a relationship to work. Absolutely. So wow. Yeah. So we talked about first going on a date. Anything else you want to say about a date? Like etiquette or like, is there anything like you want to, if there, if there's someone out there. don't talk about your ex on those dates. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Don't That's a turn that. off. Yeah. If you're doing that, you have not healed. Yeah. <laughs> but also like this is the one time you get to like not, like to talk about yourself. Right. This is the one time you get to talk about yourself for like three hours. Like take it. Yeah. Take it. This is new information to someone. Do you know how beautiful that is? New yeah. information. Everything about you is interesting. Yeah. To an extent. And I'd say also don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell about exes. Yeah. It's rude, especially on a first date. No one cares. No one cares. And also, I mean, yeah, it's just not, it's just poor taste. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why? Like, you're trying to start something up with this person. Why spend that time when you could be getting to know them talking about someone else? Like, it's rude. Even if you're not starting something up, you know? You just want to have fun for the night. Like, why is that your focus? Yeah. Yeah, that's just not... And that's a red flag if, like, the other person for starts, sure. like, talking about that or, like... For sure. Yeah. Also... That means they're looking for a therapist that they can fuck for free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also avoid, I think, talking about the apps maybe a little bit. I don't know. I've done no, it, though. I like talking about the apps. Yeah, okay, me too. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like seeing it from a guy's perspective because uh, yeah. it's so different. It's also good for this podcast. Yeah. Good material, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, ooh, I would ask uh, breakup sex. Should you have sex I was about to say that. I was going to say, let's backtrack how we talked about how you can't be friends with your ex right away, but can you fuck your ex right away? I don't think you should. I think it can be done. I don't think it should be done. Because one person is detached and one person no. is still in love. <laughs> Not no. But <laughs> I mean I I don't I was always I think in my breakups both parties were still very much in love when like the breakups happened. I always loved the people I broke up I broke up with, but I think sometimes having sex post breakup can be kind of like cathartic and help like kind of release some kind of like leftover things that weren't like you can like it kind of gets out say you took a week to yourself after breaking up and then you fuck right it's like you're getting out this pent up like emotion and feeling a little bit um and also I feel like it always gives me perspective well it's like a short-term consolation prize but here's the thing for me this is what I'm gonna say after like a week I've had some time in perspective and like I have sex and then it's like okay well like Obviously, like, that was great. Like, I know the person, this and that. But, like, I realized that I just have more of a objective and clear-headed perspective. Mm. I'm like, okay, I've had sex with someone. Like, but that's not everything. This is not what, this is not a reason to stay with someone. But, again, like, maybe that's just me. I think that's particular to you. Yeah, maybe I'm just, like, particularly objective and, like, analytical. And I like to 
think like okay that was good but like it was just sex like I'm sex with anyone and like okay maybe like you know because then you're assuming that that's what your partner feels as well and that's unfair true I think that the majority of people wouldn't be able to make that distinction it's also like um can you can you have sex after you've made love for like, for years or months you know that's the thing like I can you just fuck well, see, my rationale is why would I fuck someone that fucked me over when I could fuck literally any other person? Because it's easy. Um, it's comfortable. And it's like, it's kind of like when but you... But there you go. You're comforting yourself. But some... Should you be? I think if you have the self-control and the restraint, like you want... You know what it is? When you break up with someone, usually like you don't... I, I don't have sex the day I break up with someone. Like, I'm a, I know some people, like, when they break up, they have sex, and they leave. Like, I've heard of that. Like, people have sex the day they break up, which is, like, wild, and I don't understand. But, like, all the power to you. So, like, for me, it's, like, when we break up, we don't know it's going to be, like, the last time. Like, that two days ago, we had sex for the last time. So, it's, like, kind of closure to have, like, that sex that one last time. Like, that agreed upon time. I don't know. I don't know if you can do that in a way that's not unfair to your partner. Well, if you're both on the same page. Yeah. But you're saying I'm an anomaly. But a breakup is not an equal dynamic. You're saying I'm an anomaly. Yeah. Because in a breakup, one person knows it's going to happen and is doing the breaking up. Right. And the other person has no control or power. Right. But if they agree to it, like you tell them you just want to have sex and like they agree to it. You know, and they're putting themselves in that position. They are putting themselves in that position. But I'm opening the door. Right. But they're agreeing to something, not because they're thinking about it logically, but because they miss being intimate with you specifically. Right. So I don't know. So you're saying don't do it out of respect to the ex. I'm saying don't do it out of respect to your ex. And also, don't do it because you can do it with any other person. And respect to yourself. And I honestly think it just prolongs the grieving process. Maybe. It actually didn't for me, though. That's because what I'm saying. you were holding the power. Maybe, yeah. So For me, it gave perspective and sped things up. Possibly. Although, actually, no, because there have been times where I did that and then I was a complete mess because, it, like I said, it was cathartic and I got all the feelings out. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I was an emotional wreck the next day because I'm like, you know, it, it brought all of those feelings back up. Right. Because sec- for me, like, at that point in time, like, sex was very, like, intertwined with emotion. Right. You know? So that was very intense. Right. But that also helped me because getting it out helped me move forward mm. instead of burying it. See, I would say leave the sex to, like, a fuck buddy you can find on an app and then leave that cathartic, like, release to a therapist. I know, but just making love is something that's so... But I didn't make... Oh, God, see? It's so hard. Yeah. It's convoluted. Like, yeah, I can have sex any day I want right now, but I want to, like, eventually the goal is to make love to someone, right? I don't think we see sex the same way. But that's okay. Because what do you mean? people are different. There's sex and there's making love. I've never been someone who went for making love. Like, I don't think I've ever done that in my life. I think you told me you did once. I don't think so. 
Like, for me, sex is usually fucking. Okay. <laughs> and that's fine. And I've done that, too. It's just, like, not... It doesn't, like, do it for me. Yeah. It depends on the person. Yeah. So. Aw, look at us. I think that's why, for me, like, I would say... It's easier for me to say, no, I'm not going to fuck my ex. I'm going to fuck someone else. Because exactly. to me, it's not making love. Right. And that's to why me, it's just fucking. And my natural instinct was to go on a date first and not to fuck someone. Right. Because I would want to talk to someone and have more of an emotional connection or right. something like that. Or, like, emo- emotions are heavily tied to sex for me. So, naturally, I would go to, like, right. a date and not straight to sex. Right. Whereas, like, for me, sex is more of a physical, like... Right. Thing. And I don't want to like fuck someone I don't know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think moral of this story is your grieving process is going to be unique to you and who you are as a person. It's going to be unique to your situation and the relationship that you were in, whether it was generally healthy or unhealthy, whether you guys broke up amicably or one person was more like in shock over the breakup. Yeah. Whether you did the breaking up or if you were broken up with. But I'd say generally, you know, see your friends, see your family. Yeah. Don't hold your emotions in. Definitely talk about it. And don't be afraid to feel things. Like, don't be afraid to cry. And don't be afraid to just, like, lay in your bed for a few days. That's totally fine, too. Yeah. So that's about it, guys. I mean, yeah, it's... I think we're going to title this The Relative guide to getting over your ex because it's so relative you know it's nothing is concrete um yeah just yeah take your time to heal like do you know yourself best like do what you have to do not to just like end up in another relationship with the same problems and lose yourself like go find yourself whatever that may mean for you whether that's getting getting the apps, dating people or not dating people, not fucking people, or fucking a million people, whatever that means to you, as long as you're being safe and not hurting anyone. Working on your own hobbies. Yeah. Doing your own interests. Be the best version of you so that one day, you know, you can... Combine that version of you with your, you know, future husband or wife or partner's yeah, version as, of themselves. As we always say, it's not a half plus a half, it's one plus one, you know? You're two whole versions of yourself adding to each other to create too. And so this is a safe space. We don't need any math on this podcast. <laughs> You're the engineer, babe. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks guys for listening. Have a happy new year if you're listening in 2020. And we'll see you next year. Oh, and I think we also forgot the one biggest way to get over an ex, which is if they have a podcast, don't listen to it. <laughs>